welcome to Hindsight. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Poole. Let's get it started. On this podcast, we've hacked hundreds of entrepreneurs' hindsight to help you, the listener, with better foresight. Now, guys, if you want to know all about what we can do to help you focus on being you, head over to GetHHM.com. Keep pushing through those ups and downs that we all will have. We're still going to have amazing conversations with amazing people. Hindsight hacking boils down to amazing conversations with some amazing people. What is going on, everybody? Oh, I, it's been so long, Ron. And uh, I know with, with going live, it's kind of exciting. But today, everybody, we have a very special guest. We have our very, very first interviewee. Very first one. Hacking. It was an episode one that we released, but episode four, I believe, the one, the only, the great Lisanne Murphy, Facebook ads expert as you can see but she is more than that she is an amazing human being that is gonna teach us today and i'm not gonna take more time with an introduction because i could go and read a bio but that's not as fun as hearing from lasanne directly so welcome to the show thank you so much for having me Corey and ron and seriously whenever i get to hang out with my podcast profit lab peeps i always just feel like i'm at home and it has been seriously so fun to see you guys just take off with everything that you're doing. And I am just really excited to share some of the some of the things that are happening with Facebook with your audience and just have a really, really good conversation. Because every time I have a conversation with you, I leave uplifted and smarter. And so I'm just I'm just stoked to be here. So thanks for having me. So the smarter and uplifted, that's when you talk to Corey. I'm just, I'm chop liver. It works. <laughs> no, we're so excited to have you. We actually were just talking about you on our other podcast yesterday. Yeah. So oh, nice. So, no wonder my ears were itching like all day. Yeah. yeah. Now, what we're going to do. So this is for the hindsight hacking show. And, and then you're going to, you're going to go and do a presentation and talk Facebook and why we all need Facebook ads and uh, how to, how to, fix and avoid some of the pitfalls that so many people do with the magic that you do. But, but we are also, we have another show called uh, the impactors that we are going to basically after this conversation, Ron and I are going to really dissect what you taught us. And so your name uh, will be live on that show as well as we go in deep. So a couple of different places. Oh, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I'm really excited. This is going to be, this is going to be a party. Before we hand it over to you, just tell the audience, for those that uh, have been hiding under a rock and don't know who Lasanne is, just share a little bit about a little bit of your story and, and what you've been up to the last year and, and, and really why you're so passionate about Facebook ads. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you for giving me the opportunity. Again, my name is Lisanne Murphy. I'm the owner and founder of the Midas Touch Social Advertising Agency and host of the Marketing Matrix podcast. Uh, that was a podcast that I, I launched in the same program that Corey and Ron went through as well. And I am incredibly passionate about Facebook ads, but I actually got into Facebook ads totally on accident. I was planning on going and getting my PhD and I had been preparing for it, studying, networking for two years. 
And I had a friend approach me with an opportunity to work for a corporation in their marketing department. And I was like, marketing? Yeah, I've never thought of myself as a marketer. Like, sure, why not? And I literally applied for fun with the full expectation that I would submit my applications that I'd been working on for a long time in just a few weeks. And I even had to, I was in my master's program at the time. I even took one of my friends who was a marketing emphasis. I took her to lunch because I was like, I don't even know what they're asking me. Like they're like, they wanted me to come up with a Christmas campaign to fill some of their events. And they, I was like, what's a campaign? What's a primary message? What's a secondary message? Like, I really have no idea. So like she sat me down, she went through everything with me and I just did the best that I could, but without any knowledge. And what was interesting, any, any knowledge in marketing, what was really interesting is that the knowledge that I did have, see, I was, I was studying a lot of human psychology and behavioral psychology because my emphasis was organizational behavior and human resource management. So I really took it from like a perspective of like, who are the different avatars that this company is going to go after? And like, how do we segment the avatars and then create messaging specifically for them? And when they brought me in and they said, they were like, we've never had anyone dive into the psychology of our customers ever like you have. They offered me the job on the spot. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, what? Like I, I was doing this for fun, guys. I mean, it, it was like not in my plan whatsoever. And I went, I'm a, I'm a believer. And so I went home and I prayed about it. And I was really confused because the impression that I received was to take the job. And I was incredibly confused because I was like, I've been working on this PhD path for two years. And all of a sudden this like random thing comes out of nowhere that I don't have any like formal training about. I felt like I should take it. And I absolutely fell in love with marketing what I when I did and what I really fell in love with even more than just because I had I had exposure to all types of marketing and advertising, but it was Facebook ads that really got me because it was this perfect blend of human behavior and what causes a click as well as data analytics. Facebook ads are so powerful because of the data that you get from them. It blows everything else out of the water in terms of traditional marketing methods, like with, with catalogs and TVs and radio spots and all that stuff. And so anyway, as soon as I really like caught hold of the vision of Facebook ads, I dove in deep. In that first year understanding Facebook ads, I spent over 60 grand just on coaching in Facebook ads alone. That, would, that didn't even include like my business coaching or whatever. I mean, I just like went hardcore and started helping friends for free, actually. Like, like that's when I started working with Catherine Jones. Then soon I started like, hey, I got to charge for this stuff. Like businesses are blowing up. And then started working with Lauren Golden and Gabe Schillinger. And uh, then then came along Doug Bouton and Josh Forty and all these great names, you know, that, that we that we know and love because of the great things that they put out there. But it really, really, my love for Facebook just comes from my love for human behavior. And, I, and I'm not, you know, whenever I talk to people on sales calls, they're, they're always like, okay, so what is it going to take to manage my ads? And I'm like, well, if you want an ads manager, you can find one way cheaper on Fiverr. But if you want someone who is a strategist that is going to understand the flow of your business, your customer journey, like I'm the person that you're going to want to work with. And so the people that I work with really enjoy that because I come at their business from the advertising perspective, but take their knowledge of their customers. And we just like have a party growing their businesses. So that's a little bit about me. I, on, on the personal side, I absolutely love gardening. I love food. It's like my favorite thing in the world. And I just moved recently, which is why like my background is like not my normal background. But so yeah, just still, I'm in the process of looking for a house right now. Housing market in Utah is like crazy pants, but yeah, that's a little bit about my background and what's going on with me in my world right now. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. I love how God like took you and said, this is your path. This is where you got to go. And I think it's amazing. And look at all the people you're impacting because of 
his guidance to where you're supposed to be in your calling. So I think that's awesome. But I, I kind of want to dive into what you're going to talk about because Facebook ads, you know, I know we talked before the show, there's so many people that have a negative view of them at the moment. And I know they're super valuable. We've learned a lot just from having you on the show. So I can't wait to hear about everything you're about to show us. Yeah, I'm so excited. You know, I was on, uh, you guys know Josh Carey, of course. So I was on his mm -hmm. show like a week and a half ago and I was sharing my perspective with Facebook ads. And he's like, you are the most optimistic and positive person about Facebook ads that I've talked to. He's like, everyone right. thinks that like, it's, it, the ship is going down, you know? And I, I beg to differ. And and I have proof for it. You know, I mean, I still have a book full of clients that are making gobs of money. Now, with that said, in full transparency, it's not as great as it was even four months ago. You know, whereas like we were getting return on ad spend of like four to eight. Now we're getting two to three, but they're still making money. And that's really what the game of ads is, is getting your ads profitable and then scaling to get in front of new customers. And so ads are still working. And that is what I am here to share today. And I've the reason why I'm here, guys, as you know, is because I just had a launch this week. And so I'm putting something together for people. And Corey, we've had a lot of conversations about ads. And you know that because of like who I work with, it's it's there's it's not easy to work with me and it's not cheap to work with me. This is really my first opportunity that I'm giving people that are in my audience and in my network an opportunity to work with me for like a freakishly affordable rate and still getting all the same strategies that I use in my agency. So I am stoked to unleash the value with you guys today. Perfect. So, and, and to, to preface anybody out there, Lisanne mentioned she could, you could find an ad manager out there for maybe cheaper. But if you find, want to find the strategist, if you want to find the person that's going to go all in for you and your business, like that's, that's listen. And so welcome to the training, everybody. I can't wait to see it myself. I've got my pen ready and I am going to take notes because uh, listen, I, I know you're going to bring the heat. So let's go. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let me just share my screen here, guys, and get it in presentation mode. Give me just a second. And then we will rock and roll this. I'm actually really excited because I just literally two days ago in preparation for this got off the phone with one of my Facebook reps and I was asking her all kinds of like, you know, what, what I know you work with advertisers that are way more that spend even like, like a million dollars a month, which, which I'm not to that point yet, but like, what are people doing? And she was giving me all the tips and tricks, which I'm going to share with you guys today. So I'm stoked. Awesome. All right. So again, guys, today what we're talking about is how that Facebook is the most profitable advertising platform still. All right. So let's break this down. First of all, what is all the buzz about? Now, Apple came out with the iOS 14 update. What that means is, is they came up with this update where normally when people upload social media platforms to their phone, they're automatically opted in to having their behavior tracked when you people use the pixel. So like when people leave a platform and go to the website, if they have the pixel on it, that platform will actually track their behavior. Now, it's that behavioral data that's what has allowed Facebook to be such a juggernaut when it comes to advertising prowess. Now, Apple is like, okay, I've got this sister tech company over here, Facebook, and they are just making money hand over fist with advertising. We want a piece of that. 
So what's interesting is right before the iOS 14 update, they came up with, they came out with an announcement that they are creating their own ad platform. I'm not sure where it's going to be administered, maybe in the app store or something like that. But to me, that tells me that Apple is looking for a slice of the pie when it comes to the revenue that's generated in the attention getting market, which is what social media is. So now people are automatically opted out and they have to actually opt in, which is the opposite of what it used to be. Let's break this down to like how big this impact is. Now, 50% of Facebook users are Apple users. About They're estimating that 85% of Apple users have actually installed the iOS 14 update. Some phones, are, they're not even eligible. 90% of Apple users have opted out. Again, that's an estimate, but it's, it's way higher than what they initially estimated. They estimated that that would take a couple of years for that to happen. And it has happened very, very quickly. So they were a little bit shocked about that. But if you break down all of these percentages, really what that means is that 38% of total users are affected. So there's 1.7 billion active users on Facebook. So this breaks down to 646 million people's behavioral data is being impacted. Okay. So what is Facebook trying to do about it? So their early attempts to try to fix this is really it's a fight between what's called first party and third party cookies. Now I'm kind of blasting through this pretty quickly because I want to get to the meat of like, how do you actually get around all this stuff? So bear with me as I just kind of bomb through this. The Facebook pixel works on what's called third party technology, where there's a piece of code that then sends data back to a website server. First party cookies is where you directly integrate your URL with a system where it communicates directly. It's not going through a piece of code and then, and then back to a site. That's one of, one of the reasons if you're running ads, why Facebook has all of a sudden started to ask you to verify your domain, prioritize your events. They're trying to get people to hook their domain up directly to Facebook so they can work with first party cookies instead of third party cookies in order to get more reliable data. Okay, they're also changing different things in terms of how ads are attribution windows have changed. It used to be a 28 day automatic window. Now it's a seven day automatic window. And I know that's like way too techy. It doesn't necessarily affect most people that much, but it does change how ads are reporting. But here's what's really interesting. The changes that Facebook is making, those changes shift how the algorithm works. And it's actually Facebook's shifts that are causing a bigger issue than the iOS changes themselves, which a lot of people are surprised to hear about. But it's like Facebook just like trying to like not lose the data and making shifts that's causing things that are that are to happen. Now, I've been in the game for over four years. I've been through two other algorithm shifts. And this happens all the time. As soon as they shift the algorithm, everyone loses their shorts and everyone's like, oh my gosh, like, what are we going to do? And then the media buyers come together, they start communicating and they start trying crazy things. They're like, what are you doing? to get Facebook ads to work again. And it the dust always settles, okay? I am a firm, firm, firm believer that the dust will settle. And we're gonna talk about why in just a second. Before we do, I wanna talk about why it's so important for us to keep advertising on Facebook, okay? There's three reasons. First of all, users are still there and clicking and buying just because the algorithm shifts does not mean that the buying pool has dried up, okay? So Using different things like third-party tracking softwares like Hyros or Google Analytics can be helpful for helping you capture that data. But it's really important to remember that just because the algorithm is shifting does not mean that the people just like vanished and disappeared. Buying behaviors are still happening. The second thing is that purchasing online is increasing at an exponent, pretty much exponential rate. And a lot of that is due to the pandemic, guys. So in 2020, there was a 32% increase in online sales. In, in quarter one of 2021 alone, there was a 39% increase. Guys, more and more people are buying online. And the most active social media platform is Facebook. So where are all these buyers going? Facebook. 
Okay. And as people age, like, I mean, I know the younger demographics are doing different social media platforms, but there's a growing, growing number of people that are interacting on Facebook and treating it as a safe platform to purchase and find things that are designed for what they want in their life and the behaviors that they're, that they, that they keep. And lastly, my Facebook rep told me a couple of months ago that 85% of revenue of a Facebook's revenue comes from advertising. Guys, that is like huge. It is so much money. So of course, Facebook is motivated to figure out how to get those six, 600 plus million people back on their platform, not in terms of like just using their platform, but in terms of being able to track their behavior. Here is really the nugget of this presentation. If you are an advertiser right now, I want to share some of the secrets that mega advertisers are using right now that anyone can implement to circumvent what's going on with the iOS update. Because while the iOS update is happening and Facebook's figuring its stuff out, we're like, okay, well, we still got to make money from Facebook. What do we do? Well, here are some of the things that are being tied and tested and becoming true right now. One is to do everything you can to create lookalike audiences off of lists, okay? Because of the data that's coming from websites is becoming, uh, that like, like the standard events that we install on Pixels is becoming less and less accurate. Lists are accurate, right? If someone If someone's email is on your list, it's because they have wanted a download from you, they've bought something from you. So creating a lookalike of that list ensures that you're getting accurate data into the algorithm to go find people that are like those that are on your list. Okay, the second is to drive traffic just to Android. Okay, this problem is not happening with Android users. Remember, 50% are Apple, 50% are Android. So that's still out of 1.7 million. That's 0.8 million, 800 million people are still getting all of their behavioral data tracked. So let's just let Apple and or let Tim, Tim Cook and Mark Zuckerberg duke it out. Let's just go after the Android users and know that the results are going to be similar. The third thing is to create traffic-based campaigns, which are based on optimization of people interacting on the Facebook platform, which Facebook still owns all of their own data and Apple can't do anything about that. So it's, let me optimize based on the data that, that Facebook can grab. And then I'm going to retarget those people with a conversion-based campaign on the back end. Now, if you don't know anything about Facebook ads, then that probably was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But if you are running Facebook ads, those are gems. I cannot even tell you like how important those gems are. I've been trying them with my clients this week and have already boosted performance 30 to 50% across all clients as I'm using these strategies. They're awesome. Saving my business. It's fantastic. But beyond all of the stuff that's going on with the algorithm, it's really important to know that you have a lot of power over how your ads do, regardless of the things that we cannot control. Like we cannot control the iOS update, algorithm shifts, things like that. But there are things that we can control that really do make a huge difference in their ads. Okay, so I'm going to talk about four ways to win with ads. And here's the trick here. It also works for organic strategy as well. First one is to set up your campaigns correctly. Okay. The first and most important thing with this is to choose the correct campaign objective. When you open up a new campaign and you go to the campaign level, it says, what kind of campaign do you want to do? You can do reach and awareness traffic type campaigns. You can do video view campaigns. You can do app downloads. You can do conversion-based campaigns, store visits. There's all kinds. But what Facebook is trying to say is like, what do you want from me? I can do a lot of things for you and I can find a lot of different people and get them to do lots of different actions. But what do you want? I literally talk to people on a weekly basis that they're, what they're doing is they, they want leads, they want sales for their business, but yet they're choosing traffic engagement and reach campaigns. Okay. This is a huge mistake or they're boosting posts, huge mistake. 
The reason is Facebook puts people into buckets based on the type of action they're likely to take. If you're choosing an objective that just gets eyeballs, but you're wanting people to actually leave Facebook and come to your site and actually buy something, not just like look at a post, if you don't choose the right objective, you're not going to get the result that you want. I literally have this conversation weekly with someone in my Facebook group where they're like, my ads are not working, but I'm getting like three cent link clicks and like, but no one is buying. And I'm like, well, the very first question I ask, what is your objective? They're always like traffic. And I'm like, wrong objective. Okay. Unless what you're trying to do is create awareness and just drive people to the site because you're using different retargeting methods or something like that. Also, it's really important to remember and recognize that when you run ads, you run ads from a page, not from a profile. And that it's really important that when you work out of an ad account, that you need to work out of a business ad account and not out of a personal ad account. Okay. And then the last thing is to make sure that the pixel is installed on your site correctly. So setting all these things up correctly before you even hit go on your ads, seriously, it like keeps forest fires from happening in, in around the world. Like it, it is so important to get this right when you're setting up a campaign. Number two, it's really important to dial in your audience. I was talking to a really good friend of mine just uh, last week. He's created a new program and he's like, hey, my life has been completely changed. I've lost all this weight. My marriage is totally saved. My business is bigger than it ever has. And it's following this framework and I want to get it out to the world. Can ads help? And I was like, yes, absolutely. And I was like, who is your audience? And he's like, well, this, the amazing thing is that this framework really can help anyone. And so anybody can use this framework. And I was like, well, Facebook, because it works on behavioral data, it doesn't really work like that. Like sending ad general ads to everybody. It's not like TV, right? Where it's like, when you watch TV, you're going to get ads for psoriasis and laundry detergent and like whatever else. And it's just very, very general for the populace. Facebook ads are not that way. Like Facebook ads are designed to pinpoint very, very specific people. And I said, your ads will be much more expensive until you niche down and decide who it is exactly that needs your product or service. And I'm saying, you don't have to marry yourself to that niche. You need to start somewhere and then let it grow as your business grows. It's a much, much cheaper way to do it. So make sure you dial in your audience. Now, Facebook, when they're creating audiences, there's three different types of audiences. You have custom audiences, which are created from lists and website events, lookalike audiences, which are based off of custom audiences, but it's not the same as a custom audience. It's like, I want people that are like my list, but not my list. And then interest-based audiences. And this is where most people start. If you're choosing interest-based audiences, I have four basic categories that I love to pick. One is demographics. Those are things like age, gender, whether marital status, political orientation, things like that. The second is industry. What, what industry do they work in? Third is gurus. Who do they follow? And then fourth is hobbies. What do they like to do on the weekends? For, to give you a quick, quick example of how important this is, right now I'm advertising for a women's supplement company and their main supplement helps regulate hormone imbalance in women. Now, when you type in hormone imbalance in Facebook, that interest is not going to show up. So I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do? And I really, what I thought about is like, okay, who is the business owner? She's an incredibly bubbly, friendly, very into athletics, a family person. And so I started picking interests for the supplement, like people that are interested in yoga, fitness classes, hiking, uh, different types of races like Ragnar and things like that. And as soon as I started picking people that were like the business owner, it's kind of a trick here, but as I was picking people that are like the business owner, her sales shot up and her cost to acquire clients went down and her return on ad spend went up as well. So being creative with the interest to like craft your avatar with those interests is incredibly powerful and it matters. Choosing the wrong interests make your ads more expensive. The third thing is to have a crunchy message. Now, what do I mean by this? This is your copy, okay? Copy does so much for ads. It's the copy of your ad that gets people to click through to the website 
regardless what the algorithm is doing, this is what attracts people to leave Facebook and go to your website. So three things here that have to be in your message. Clearly defined problem. What pain are you addressing and what problem are you solving? Outlined parameters. What is your thing and what is it not? Who are you serving? Who are you not serving? Okay, there's language that you use to attract certain people and repel others. And then three, you have to say what specific results are you trying to give them by having them click through to your website? So if it's a skin product, what are the results they're looking for? Are they looking to get rid of wrinkles or to brighten up the skin or clear up a skin issue? What is the result that you are trying to go? This also helps with Facebook ad policies. Facebook does not like ads where it's like not clear what exactly you're advertising. They want you to be explicit so that people know exactly what they're doing when they click from the ad to your website. And fourth is landing page optimization. Now, this one, guys, is super, super important. I have a client right now that I'm working with where because their landing page isn't optimized, it's really slow and it's taking forever to load. So when they're paying for clicks with ads, only 52% of people are sticking around to wait for the website to load. Okay, that's huge. They're literally losing half of their visitors that are raising their hand and saying, I'm interested in this. But because the website takes forever to load, they're bouncing. Now, I don't know about you. When I'm on my desktop, if something takes a while to load, I'm like, I'll come back. I go to another tab, do something, and then I come back. But when it comes to my phone, if something doesn't load in half a second, I'm like such a princess. I'm like, nope, next, I'll find another article or I'll find another thing. Like, it's just not worth my time. Ads are the same way. Your website has to load fast. And the second thing is mobile optimization is critical. Too many people design their funnels for desktop and then they're mobile optimized. And whenever I have my funnel builder build me a funnel, it's the exact opposite. I say build it for mobile and then optimize it for desktop. 95% of traffic from ads is going to mobile. Why would you not design your site for 95% of your traffic and only for 5% of your traffic? It's ludicrous, right? But it, that's just like the industry standard and just the, the responsive feature doesn't, it does not always work. Sometimes your your titles your and your subtitles are way too big or your pictures are taking up the entire page and it just looks terrible. And so it's really important to, mo to optimize for mobile. So again, if you're going to crush ads, regardless what's going on with the algorithm, set up your campaigns correctly, dial in your audience, have a crunchy message and optimize your land page. Now, this is the bulk of my information, but I've got a little bit more for you. Because you guys have been paying such good attention, this is my gift. This is a brand new ebook that I just finished. I And it's like, seriously, it's straight fire. I noticed when I was onboarding that I was helping them optimize their landing pages. And I was telling them all the same things to do to optimize their landing pages. And I was like, huh, they're all having the same issues. I really need to create a resource for this so to help people know how to optimize their landing page before they even spend a cent on ads. So what I did is I took all of my notes from all of my clients that I was sending them emails on things to optimize and I pulled it into, it was 10 common things. I put these into this ebook and they are seriously so good. Like for example, like the, the one example that I was sharing where the landing page retention was 52%. I talk about that in, in this thing and how even if they increase their retention by 25%, which is a 50% increase, it would literally decrease their cost to acquire a client by 50%. It's so important to make sure your land, landing page is not sabotaging your ads. When people say their ads are not working, I'm like, mm, you're, no, ads work. It's not that your ads are not working. There's just something going on that your, your offer is not right or the value that's provided is not right, or the land, or the, the site is not functional in some way, your ads are working. You just need to know what levers to pull to get them to work for a way that's profitable, okay? And this is super helpful for you, and I'm giving it to you guys for a gift. You're only the second group that I've offered it to, and I'm super excited for you guys to get your hands on it.
the last thing that I wanted to just, just talk about here, and we hinted to this, is that just this week, I introduced my Advert Thinking Mastery, your online ATM course. This is all of the same strategies that I use in my agency, and I packaged it in a way where people can get started with ads without having to spend just gobs and gobs of money. If you work with me, you're going to be spending minimum 60 grand a year to work with me. That's five grand a month. And this is not that at all. So we just opened the cart a couple days ago. It's open till September 10th. And let me give you some highlights. So I go over setting up your ad account. Really, It's really A to Z, which is what I love. Setting up your ad account page in Pixel, creating compelling ad copy, how to set up your, set up your campaigns properly, how to do cold and retargeting campaigns, the different audience types and how to select the correct audiences for you understanding your dream customer, which really is the secret sauce to ads. And I'm giving three months of group coaching for free for those that buy this course. This is something that my team is like, are you nuts? And I'm just like, dude, I want to help people. Like I'm tired of like, I literally get dozens of messages a month for messenger of people that want my help with ads because they've seen something from me. And I'm like, I'd love to help you, but like your business is just not in a place where it is worth it to for my agency. So like go hopefully find someone, cross your fingers it works, and then come back to me when it's ready. I'm tired of doing that. And I want to help people faster. So I am giving that weekly support, which is absolutely so fun and so important for, for winning ads. And the first 15 people that sign up get $500 off. There's just a few slots left since it's been open for three days that there, there isn't many more left. I need to look um, and see how many there, there is, but it is seriously going fast. So if this sounds awesome or interesting to you, then let's talk about who this is for. This is for the online business owner who wants to become dangerously good at ads. Like if you're like someone, you're like, I love analytics. I love learning. I want to like just get the basics down and understand it. I think ads are fascinating. This is for you. If you're an online business owner that you want more visibility into what your ads person is doing, like if you're like, they're not communicating with me very well, or like they're telling me all these numbers, but I don't even know if that's good or not. This course will help you. Okay. In just a few short modules, you'll be able to know what questions to ask them and how to know if they're actually doing a good job. This is for you. Or if you're an online business owner who wants to know how to hire the right ads person and make sure that they're worth their weight. I have a specific module that is just for how to know or, or how to hire the right agency. I mean, there's so much information in there. So it is super, super important. So if you are like, yes, I love this. Yes. I want to learn from Lisanne, be able to ask her questions regularly then go to www.everthinkingmastery.com. And there's a whole um, amazing, amazing sales page there uh, that will help you understand exactly what it is, why it's important and why every business should have some sort of resource like this in their business. Oh, I should, I should mention, there's another group of people. If you're wanting someone inside your business to learn to run ads for your business, this will also work. You can buy this for them and it will help your traffic person or your person that want, you want them to learn traffic to be able to absolutely crush their ads. So, all right, guys, that is the sitch. Again, go to www.adverthinkingmastery.com. That's the name of the course because whenever you work with me with ads, you really learn how to think about ads. If you know how to think about ads, regardless what algorithm shift comes your way, you're going to be able to just absolutely crush it. So I would love, let's say I'm going to stop sharing my screen, but I would love any questions from you or if there's any questions from people that have come up, then let's, let's rock it. All right. So I'm hoping you can expand on one, one thing. And first off, a great job. I, I need to go hit the link when we're done here and check out the site. If you could expand on the, what is your objective, right? When, because that was a pretty cool 
way of thinking about it. It's not just eyeballs that you want on it. Like, what's the objective? Do you want somebody to buy something, right? And then, so go ahead and, you know, if you could expand on that a little bit. I'd yeah, absolutely. So Facebook has, like, I mean, like like I said in the presentation, 1.7 billion active users. So they're trying to categorize people, right? Because not everyone is going to be interested in doing, in doing certain things. So Facebook groups people based on the actions that they've taken in the past. What are they likely to do in the future? If you're the type of person that like they like to scroll through stories and watch videos, like you're going to get a little tag that's like, this is a scroller, a video watcher. But let's say you're the type of person that like, you don't really click on things. You just like watch it for a second and then you move on. Or you watch this piece of content and then you move on on the website. Like you're not clicking through things. You're going to get tagged with that behavior. Or if you're someone who is, is a frequent buyer and you often click through to websites to see, hey, what's this about? right? Like that's me. Like I am constantly like, I think part of it is because I'm a marketer, right? But I'm constantly like, oh, what is this about? This is curious. Like I'm interested in this. They're putting me in a bucket that's like, okay, this person likes to click and go see what's going on with other people's stuff. That bucket is a lot smaller. It's kind of like you're thinking about fish in like a lake and you have like, there's, there's a lot, there's much smaller grouping of bigger fish than there is of smaller fish, right? Because the bigger fish are kind of eating the smaller fish, right? But it's like, you're saying, I just want to put a lure in that's only attractive to the bigger fish, right? The people that like, if you, if you want purchasers that are going to come to my site and actually look at something to buy, that also means that your ads are more expensive, right? It's the reason why link clicks on a traffic campaign are like three to 10 cents. Whereas link clicks on a conversion campaign are anywhere from 50 cents to $3. So like the cost is dramatically different because you're fishing in a different pool. I've, I've done thousands and thousands of dollars of tests of like, if I spend the same amount of money with a traffic campaign as opposed to a conversion-based campaign, what will produce the most money, right? Because you'd think like, it's just a number of averages. Like if I just do traffic campaigns and get clicks, like if it's a numbers game, like it'll automatically even out, but it really doesn't. Like the conversion-based campaigns, like they really, Facebook has done a really good job of like segmenting the people that are likely to go to your site to put in their information into a lead capture form or buy something or whatever. So then that begs the question, well, why would I ever run a traffic campaign? Well, let's say you're bringing, you have a newer brand, you're bringing awareness to something or like that method that was mentioned on that slide where like, let's bring in a ton of link clicks, but then let's then segment who in there also have the tag as a buyer. And then let's pull them out of this to bring to, to my site. And there's different theories. Like, for example, like this is one of my favorite advertiser out there. His name is Kurt Malley and he's, he's really coined this, this method, but Video view campaigns are incredibly cheap, right? To get people to watch at least 15 seconds of your video, it costs like eight cents. So there's like this whole school of thought right now where it's like, okay, if I have to pay for like a webinar registrant, like 10 to $15 per webinar registrant, if I run a conversion-based campaign, well, what if I put that same webinar in a video view campaign and now I'm getting webinar watches for 25 cents? Because like, let's say one out of every 20 people are going to watch it through. Then now... And then I can, then I can retarget them to like whatever I wanted to sell in the webinar. Now I'm getting leads for two bucks instead of 15 bucks, but I'm have, but I'm pulling from like a much bigger audience to get those, those video views. So there's all kinds of different ways to think about these different campaign objectives, but it's really important that like, you know what you want. And it's always been my philosophy to like, go for what you want as soon as possible. Like if you're doing the video view or the traffic campaign to then retarget those, that takes time and money to be able to do. And a lot of people are like really nervous about spending money on Facebook. And so they're like, after a hundred bucks, if they don't have a purchase, they're like, oh my gosh, I have to turn it off. It's not working, right? If that's you, then like, just go for the conversion if that's what you're going to do. 
But if you're wanting to like, no, I really want to build an audience and I want a lot of people to raise their hand to show me they're interested in this thing. And then I'm going to retarget and I'm willing to take time and have multiple layers of campaigns and all that stuff. Then those other strategies, they absolutely work. They work really, really well, but they're more, they're a little bit more complex and you have to be way more patient, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. And Corey took my question. So I'm going to bring up something that is funny. You brought it up because I know when we're helping our clients with funnels and that kind of stuff, it's, you build it on a laptop version, right? But the first place I look is a mobile version. Absolutely. That's what I'm on, right? And so I don't think people really look at it in the way that it needs to be looked at. So I love that you called that out. Absolutely. It's so, so, so important to, to, to consider that. And yeah, I've just, in, in the years that I've worked with people with ads, like most people struggle, not because ads don't work, but they don't know how to translate their vision to the platform. Like they don't know how to speak Facebook, you know? like going to a foreign country and you're like, all I want is a drink. Like, why is this so hard? Like, ah, you know, and it's not that like, it's hard to order that drink. It's just that you don't know the language to order that drink. Right. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. I love it. And so when you're working with people, Lizanne, you, you'll go to their website and you'll look at that optimization or you'll look at some of that copy. Even oh, hundred percent with Facebook, right? Like you're doing the whole thing. I guess that's why I wanted to say that you're, it's not just the Facebook ad. But it's it's so important to have the Facebook ad converting because you look at every other detail that goes along with that ad, right? Totally. Yeah. Well, and I think it's really, I think that ads managers, I, I mean, I have respect for all of them, but I think that, that ads managers really do a disservice when they just segment the ad and they don't look at the entire funnel structure and even beyond that, the entire customer journey. Like whenever I work with, with a customer, I'm like, okay, we are talking about an entire system because for, for the customer to them, they're not like, oh, well, th- there's the ad piece and then there's the sales piece. Like to them, it's just one experience. It's so, like, you really have to treat it that way. It's like the ads are just a tiny piece of now they got to go to a sales page and then an order form and then a confirmation. And then they got to get invited to a member's area. And then you have fulfillment and like all of it matters, you know? Like I was talking to a prospective client a couple of weeks ago and they have an, an, an SLO, a self-liquidating offer funnel. So they have an offer that's 47 bucks. And they're like, yeah, I want to get rich on this thing. And I'm just like, I hate to break it to you and you probably aren't going to like me and you might not hire me, but like, you're not going to get rich on a $47 product. Like like, people have, but it is incredibly rare, rare. So like when I work with a client, I will only work with a SLO funnel if they have a backend high ticket coaching, because I know that if they're not upselling them or ascending them into another offer to increase that lifetime value of that client, they're going to be burdened with expenses, burdened with customer service issues and not, and always be cash poor, constantly be cash poor. So I'm going to lose my role in that organization very quickly. And they're going to be frustrated, not because again, ads didn't work, but they weren't thinking of like the entire system of how ads are supporting the, the health and of the business as a whole. No, absolutely. And, and very similar to Corey and I, unless they're trying to create an impact and we don't work with anybody that just wants to make money. So life's too short for that. So we love that. And I know there's people listening that they're like, Oh my gosh, I need everything she's talking about. Where do I go? I know it's on your nameplate right there, but tell them one more time how to connect with you, how to get involved and how to get into your mastery class. Yeah. So that's the website where it has the sales page, but please like I have 
I do tons of free trainings in my Facebook group. If you want to hit me up there on my profile, have a conversation. Like I've also over the last couple of days answered a lot of questions that people have about the course. If something isn't, isn't totally clear or like they, they want to know the specific, like, does it have this? Like I need this for my business. Like feel free to reach out. Like I, I will, I will totally help you, but yeah, let's, let's be friends and connect on Facebook. If we're not, if we're not friends already. And mm -hmm. yeah, I would love for you to check out first of all, I'll just, I'll just be honest. My copywriter was like, you should just check out the sales page just to check out the sales page. Like it is a good one. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. So, but it's going to have all kinds of information there. And it also, it also offers a lot of value. It's not just a selling page. It really is an educational as well as selling page. And so feel free to check that out. Again, there's just a few slots left at the 1497, um, price points. And as soon as those are up, it'll automatically go up to 1997. And then when the cart closes on, on uh, the 10th, it's going to go up to 2497. So this is really like the time if you want to do this, it when when the 10th happens, also the three months of free group coaching are going to go away. So really, really important to take advantage of it. If you're like, yes, I'm ready, or uh, someone on my team, I want them to go through it or, or whatever. It's 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 time. Jump on in. Awesome. All right, Lisanne, thank you so much for joining us and uh, being on the show a second time. I think we're like episode 250 or I don't even know what episode we're at, but from episode four, first interview to today, it's been a long journey and it's so awesome to have you back. And, and yeah, anybody out there watching, listening or anywhere you find this, head over to adverthinkingmastery.com. Check Lisanne out, find her on Facebook and yeah, she'll be there for you. So and she's amazing, by the way. So anyway, thanks, Lillian. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. And if you have any comments that you post on this video, I'll be in there answering any questions or anything like that. So yeah, but just thanks for being here. Time is valuable. So for you guys to spend your time with me just like means the world. Take care. Did you know that Hindsight Hacking Media Agency, we do all things podcasts from launch. If you're already doing 10,000 downloads in a week, we handle everything. All you have to do, record it and forget it. Guys, if you're launching a podcast, get with these guys. I could not honestly hit the charts without them. I'm not getting paid for this, but working with both of you, the professionalism and the system that you guys had to launch the podcast, you guys killed it. We want to help the impactors create an impact by just letting you be you and not worry about all this other crazy stuff. Connect with us. All the links will be in the show notes. See you next time. Go create an impact.